When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owl are. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck the censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff and Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs About two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog Yes! Once again, Inside Your Grill It's the Wolf and Owl Time, not, no, it's not time to chill It's time to Time to just live your life and go crazy And let your ears just do the Let your ears do the walking and your feet just chill Yeah, absolutely Or, but you know, you might be walking and listen to this in which case like take a seat because you're about to get blown away yeah but you don't have to sit down like if you're doing this are you vaping no wait are you vaping at 741 oh yeah i'm gonna put that away um it's listen what flavor is it i'm in a bad it's coconut melon i'm in a bad way today i'm I'm not gonna lie to you oh hit me up what hangover no not no and party room has very much been in his shell um (laughs) Uh, I uh, I just couldn't, mate, last night, got back, I did League of Their Own last night, yeah. got back, just so hot, I couldn't sleep, man. Oh, man. I could not sleep. The worst, I, I th- I'd say one of the hardest things of having a tiny baby, well, not, you know, she's, getting, she's seven months now, but is the heat. They just can't, they just can't compute the heat, can they? They yeah. just don't know what, like, she just feels so flustered. I, 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 I fucking hate the heat for sleeping. Yeah. Do you know, um, what, what is your, um, what is your sleeping position? Because I like to put the duvet. So I'm, I like to put the duvet between my legs and have one leg in, one leg out. I, oh my I, god, I, that is literally what I do. Really? On your side? On your side? Yeah. 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 Facing out or into the bed? I face. I'm nervous now that I'm going to say the wrong thing. But um, whatever you do, I do whatever you do. I what, face you... out because. I, yeah, I me, too, think... me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. I face out. I think. I face out. For Catherine, the best thing in the morning is to look at the back of my head rather than steam, seeing me sort of like snoring and breathing. Like, do you know, do you know one of the dis- things that I discovered, and I, I don't know if everyone discovers in this, discovers this in their relationships is that when Lisa and I first got together, we'd like hug in bed or it'd be like an arm round and then, and, and you'd say things to each other like, Oh, I could be like this forever. Or isn't it a shame that we've got to get up and start the day? This is so nice. And then eventually a, a little bit into the relationship, Lisa said, I actually get quite hot in the night and I don't really I don't really enjoy sort of being touched too much. And now I, I think 
If I if I if my skin touches Lisa's skin in bed now, I have to apologise. That's where we're you're basically, at now. Your bed is like being on the tube with like a load of people <laughs> yeah. you don't know. Hundred percent. If if my if my knee touches hers, I have to explain for man. I have to apologise for man spreading. Catherine, it's, it's be... crazy. It's crazy. And then I, and then I think to myself, I think to myself. So all of that about wanting to have your arms around each other—that was all bullshit, right? That was that's just like a thing that you fake while you're still trying to. You got groomed, bro. I basically did. I did get groomed, man. We uh we have a thing uh, at the moment where because we're we're having a little week away. Uh, mm. At home, we've got, you know, the um, a bed, like a divan bed, I think it's called. So you've got the two matches that are pushed together. Yeah. And it's like makes a bigger bed. But also, yeah. if I move during the bed, uh, during, move during the night, it means that she doesn't, like, she doesn't, like, feel me sort of, like, the ripples of my movement right. throughout the night. Is it water bed? No, no, no. But even on uh, the hardest of matches, when you're six foot seven and weigh 21 stone, uh <laughs> You move people are anyway. I mean, to be fair, people in the house, other people in the house, and I've moved. But um, do you sometimes she, uh, like move and then she sort of rolls into you, just with her, <laughs> and I'm just there with open arms. Just oh God, come to daddy. She uh, actually last night she said, actually, I can tell that you you've yeah you know, you're 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 lighter in the way that you're moving around. I, I have to basically, you know, when you wake up, all you want to do is fall back into bed after taking a piss at night. Yeah, you know, you, you know, with all of your like the most dramatic, like you're sort of like, I don't know, like a, a, someone who's just been dumped on in neighbours, and you just run to your bed after talking to Mrs. Mangle and just throw yourself into put on a sad song and then sob into your pillow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I try and do it really lightly. I literally put my knee and then just slowly sort of like get into bed, just not to, just not to wake her. I've got to tell you, man, I'm, I'm having an absolute purple patch for, um, what a boring thing to say, but I'm having an absolute purple patch for not needing to piss in the night. What? I don't, I don't know what's happened. I don't know if, like, my fucking blood has got younger or something. I don't know what's going on, man. But, like, I I, ha- I haven't... Uh, mate, uh, for a long time, I've been getting up, I would say minimum once. Yeah. Possibly twice to take a piss in the night. Just not happening to me anymore. I, I don't know what... I'd love to know what I've done. Are you drinking less water before bed? No, I'm drinking, I'm drinking a lot of water. A lot, a lot. How, how much is it a lot? I'm four litres a day. Is oh no, okay. No, no, you've absolutely fucked it there. No, I'm not drinking four litres a day. Between no, two no, and no. three, li- between two and three litres. Yeah, that's good. Two and three, because you you know what you don't you don't want to drown your intestines. Well, you got does that make really sense? Careful. Do your intestines have lungs? Uh, <laughs> you've got to be really careful not to drown whatever parts of your body the water. You just don't want to drink too much water, basically. Okay, yeah. I mean, it could be expressed like that, couldn't it? <laughs> It doesn't sound as dramatic, does it? No, but it is. It does sound correct. Be careful not to drink too much water because excess water can make you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Whereas you if you don't... go drown your intestines, you sound like an absolute fucking legend. Now I get. <laughs> I, I, did, I did think, what? Who's this fucking edge lord? <laughs> Do you like going to the beach? You a beach guy? I, I used to not be because I, I, I just. Lisa's basically made me a beach guy. And that's, that sounds like she's changing me gradually day by day until I become the husband that she needs me to be. But um, I didn't really used to give a shit about laying out in the sun and stuff like that because, you know, I didn't want to work on my tan particularly and I found it sort of boring. But, yeah, I love it now. I love it. No, 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 no. There's two different things here. Laying out in the sun by a pool or in your garden, I'm all about, right, I love mm. that shit. Yeah. A beach, right? Number one, I've, ne- I've always found a beach a pain in the ass because you've got to fucking lug a load of shit across fucking terrain that isn't fit for walking on right yeah. you basically got to decamp there right yeah also now you've got grace 
you've got oh, a situation mate, where, is... where you've got to push a push chair across mate, the beach. Push, push a push chair across sand. Like, there's nothing worse than, like, being a giant man trying to push a tiny... And, like, Grace is looking at me as if to say, come on, mate, this is embarrassing now. You're out of breath, you're sweating, yeah. and you're trying to push me across very soft sand. Yeah. So then it, you end up holding the baby under one arm and the fucking pram under another and walking like you're sort of like, yeah, it's it's not a good look, bro. It's, it's a bad look because, actually, the, the truth is, people that aren't you and me, they spend their year, well, not their year, that might be an exaggeration, but they spend a lot of time getting themselves beach ready, right? Summer oh, right. body ready or whatever, right? Which, which I'm assuming you've never done, I've never done no. it. No, no, no. And so what happens is, it's a very embarrassing situation, the beach scenario, because what you have is a lot of people, particularly when you're on holiday, you have a lot of people that have spent time making sure they look good in that scenario, right? You haven't done that, and then you've got to push a push chair. It's so embarrassing. I just feel embarrassed oh, to be me. Do you know what I mean? You talk so- about beach ready, right? And being embarrassed, yeah. right? So I get everything down. Then you unpack it to unpack the pram and unpack everything, which is essentially now setting up a little, a, basically a base camp, right? Yeah. You know, and then s- sand, I think sand's a mug. I've got no time for sand. Like, I literally... If I think I, sa- sand's mugging you off rather than being the mug. Yeah. I think yeah it, makes, it makes a mug I, of anything. You know what? I like hard sand, soft sand, I've got no time for. It just gets everywhere. I'm looking mm. at the fact I have a daughter now, and I'm like, that's going to be literally caked in everything. She's yeah. grabbing sand. It's all in, under her fingernails. I'm like, that's an hour guard of my evening now, trying to get sand. Trying to rinse yourself off without getting sand on yourself between that and getting back to your car or wherever. I'll tell you something. It's like the fucking fox, the chicken in the grate. I can't figure (laughs) out how the hell to do it. Well, you know what? Foreign beaches, for the moment, like, yeah, a lot of them, uh, in tourist hotspots, they'll have a load of showers. English ones, we don't. Like, English, like, you go to a Portuguese beach, they've always got a little walkway down to the. So, like, that takes half the battle. So, you literally. It, like it's like we haven't even thought that anyone's ever going to go to these. But it's like the Normandy landings, the Romans invaded, and they're like, "Oh, no one's going to use these now." I know. Although I did, I would say, like as you know, I go to Portugal a lot. Well, once a year, and um, they've got the the little foot things, the ta- the taps and whatever oh, yeah, to chase yeah, yeah. I do find myself quite regularly getting into a little bit of a battle of wills with other people because because they're all, they're always being used, aren't they? Particularly at the end of the day, everybody's actually hammering it. Oh yeah, there is no there is no discernible cue system. So what happens is I have a nice day at the beach with the kids, and then I'm trying to get them rinsed off. My children couldn't give a shiny shit about where they get sand or whatever. Like I mean, no. couldn't care less. Oh, you're frivolous with sand at that age. Yeah. Oh my god, it's playing with it. You're actually inserting it into your crack at that yeah, age. Yeah. You know what I mean, oh, like, mate. So so I'm trying to rinse them off, but then you just get people that sort of aggressive showers or aggressive. You know, they believe that it's their right to be next damn the queue system and i'm just not i'm just not holidays yeah i just don't think people i think that's i think people take it like holiday from queuing when they're on holiday i don't think people care about i think etiquette goes i think it's like weird is everyone's just like we need i think it's i think once you get on a holiday it's like right we need to be on the beach as soon as we possibly can and then we need to be off the beach as soon as we possibly can well like there's got you know literally we need to be getting the car the barbecue needs to be on any sort of like oh actually that guy seems like he's been waiting for four four hours to get to the fucking water to clean his feet that just goes people just barging buddy i don't think i don't think there's many times that you see the worst side of humanity than at a busy water park on holiday i mean like like getting in, getting to the lockers, getting to the slides. I mean, just everybody is just so desperate to. Do I sound like an old man? What is well, going we're, on? We're with both me? getting old. It's a sad oh, thing. Oh, God. 
Okay. But also, what, going to a busy walk at water park, you might as well just pay to go and stand in a like in a really badly worked out queue. That is one of the things that I love about post offices queuing systems. Did not absolutely did not expect you to say that. I, yeah, but I'd say Argos queue and post offices queuing systems are phenomenal, mm. and I, I'd respect anywhere that's got a good queuing system. I've got to say, listen, while we're getting onto this, uh, the amount of wasted floor space in an Argos, I really do find quite criminal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I mean, what is going on with us, Tom? What was what is happening to us today? I, I, I just everything. We sort of need party. And Robin, I say, I, I, party I, I, back. We need. I know. I say, I say, us. I think it's no, no, very no. much me. That's the situation. Have you been to the? Oh, push chairs are a nightmare. What about? But a lot of the beaches have got water stuff. To, yeah, but I tell you what's a nightmare. Like that. Nobody respects the queuing. System. Tell you what the worst thing. I think what the least fun place in the world is water parks. Water parks are terrible. That's where you see the worst. What the fuck? Argos. Oh, the wasted. Jesus Christ, Romesh. Fucking hell. Yeah, but I, I agree with the Argos thing. Oh, you know, Argos got so close to being the internet and just fucked it up, didn't it? Yeah. I used to work at Argos. Did you? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe like two years. It was while I was doing, wow. I, I, as well as at school. But um, I used to work on the um, on the complaints the complaints bit. So I didn't. I, I basically spent all day, every day, dinner with people that are pissed off about something they bought from Argos. You know that separate little queue on the the yeah, customer yeah. services desk. It's like I remember, like you get people turn up without any proof of purchase or anything, and they just what they want to do is, and a lot of people do this. I've done this in the past. We just think if you are aggressive enough and assertive enough, they just have to do. I, I do think that sometimes that yeah, I've seen it does that work. work, mate. It does work. Yeah. I mean, it didn't work at Argos because. You had to have it. Oh, God, God. Yeah, I got some pretty stringent, but mate, I had a whole thing recently where I brought that pair of I brought a pair of nice pair of shorts the other week, and I had a fucking security tag in it. I can't remember if I talked about that on here, but I basically put no. I yeah, I bought a pair of shorts. Me and Catherine were going out for a lunch date, meeting some friends. I'm like really excited to wear these shorts. I love my clothes. I put them on. I, I feel I feel good. I feel good. I, I look at yeah, and Catherine went. Oh, you know, there's a massive security tag on that. that them. I look at the back, and I'm like. This is absolutely. This is a. This is disaster. I can't go. Are we talking about the beige flying saucer? Is that what yeah. We're talking about? yeah, yeah, right. But it's right around where my butt is. Right. Mm. I'd say you know, if I'm sitting down, it's going to be a hindrance to my butthole. Right. Mm -hmm. And that comes from a man who at times inserts a pebble up his butt just to make it cool. Right. There is a situation now where I'm like, can I wear a longer top, like a you know a long line t shirt that I can wear with this and to cover the tag? Yeah. But then I'm like, it's just going to be uncomfortable. So now I'm sort of, I email the, uh, I email the shopping question, and I'm like, look, you know, this has happened. What am I supposed to do? I never, I've, to this day, I've never had a response. And this was months ago. Wow. Um, shout out to everyone who got in touch. I tried the fork trick, didn't work. I brought some really, really strong magnets, didn't work. Mm. And, and I'm like, like now I'm like, what do I do? Just throw these shorts out. So I decided to go to my local town. Your local town. Yeah. <laughs> You prick. <laughs> yeah, go on anyway. So it's your to local get, town. To, to, get rid, to get rid of it, right? I went to like nine shops before someone and they all treat treat me like I was I'd had like ten cans of special brew at like ten AM in the morning and fucking yeah. like just was lurking about and just literally had stolen these. Yeah. One woman said to me, if you can get some documentation that proved like a bank statement that you proved that you've brought these shorts I'll take the tag off. I was like, 
that's that's so that's that's so much more work than I do on a day to day basis yeah. of having to go through all of my bank statements to then and prove. Then imagine that going through going through your bank statements and the reward for that hour's time spent is being able to wear a pair of shorts that you paid for. I, I still had to send bank statements to my accountant to do my taxes, and, and he had to remind me probably nearly every day to do so. Yeah, It's like, in the end, and I will shout out, actually, New Look. Shout out to New Look. Went in there. The woman was an absolute blinder. No questions asked. Gave me a wink and a nod. Took him off. Like we, It was a bit like... So, we, so sort of, she gave you a wink and a nod, so that suggests that she, she does think you stole them, but she didn't care. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, in a sense, but yeah. I don't want to get her in trouble. Um, I had Grace with me at that point as well because I did actually think, you know what, having Grace, I think, might have been the turning point because even if she thought I was shoplifting, she probably felt sorry for me because I had yeah, like, two you're doing it for your kids. Yeah, he wants to sell yeah, some yeah, shorts. Yeah. I don't know what the sell-on point of these shorts would have been or what kind of money I'd be looking at for that. But uh... Do you find that um, having Grace has made you kind of more attractive as a as a person like do people come up to you and and chat to you and stuff yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say yeah people people often remark on what little like that she someone said to me yesterday she looks like a little baby doll she is a little cracker yeah um and she's always smiling she's always really happy we went out for lunch yesterday she was happy through the whole thing she's a little cracker like that oh you know going back to the beach thing as well do you know actually the worst thing of the beach thing right i went for swimming in the sea with my dad ron right mm. My dad took his T-shirt off, and my dad's got a six-pack. What? My dad's in such good nick. Like, genuinely, I felt like, oh, I've got to take my T-shirt off next to my dad now, and he's got a six-pack. Yeah. Like, genuinely, he looked. He, he ran into the sea like David Hasselhoff and just took a leap in there. Did you know he's that he like, had a six-pack? No, no, I knew that he was in good nick, but I didn't realise he was busting that kind of vibe. He still does weights now, and he does, like, little tight shit. Like, genuinely, I was like, man, do I just keep my T-shirt on? But that's the worst look, isn't it? You can't go to sea with your t-shirt on, because then you basically, if you go the way I see, you go to sea with your t-shirt on, and you've got to walk back to your house half naked. Well, it's, it's not just that. That's the problem. Is that the other thing that I find is um, you're okay going into the sea with a t-shirt on while you're you haven't got into the water yet, right? Yeah. But yeah. then what happens is you come out of the water and you've got a really clingy t-shirt on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's, yeah. it's just stuck to your body. You basically look like a fucking seal. Do you know what I mean? I'd say like? that's the best thing is like you, I can wait to get into the sea, like take my top off and then just dive under the water. To, mm. So then I look quite brave. It looks like I don't give a shit about the fucking the, yeah. how cold the water is. But then you, this is this is a mad thing. I don't know if you've ever had this because well, you, me and you've talked about this before. Do you ever worry like when you dive in the cold water about having a heart attack? All the time. All the time. I was it, petrified it, yesterday that like Grace's first memory of the beach would have been me leaping into the water, really like to sort of like hide hide my, hide my muffin top from the fucking world, and then have a massive cardiac arrest, and like people dragging me out of the sea, me sort of like spluttering, and someone sort of saving my life, sort of at the at the be- uh, at the shoreline. Yeah, that 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 really crossed my mind yesterday. Uh, well, the other uh, the the thing that I've got a problem about, which I'm sort of loath to say, that because I am opening myself up to an absolute shooing here, is um, it's not only the the sort of worry about having a heart attack. I cannot not scream when I go into ice cold water. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think, to the, out to of the, the two, I think there's more dignity in having a heart attack than screaming. 
I've got. To I, say. I, do, I do think it would, it, it would be better to have a heart attack and die than than do what I do, which is basically Theo. I'll, I'll give a good shout out to Theo here. He has changed my life. Well, he has changed my life, but in this specific thing, he has changed it with regards to my attitude towards going into really cold water. Because I used to think it was horrific, and now I think it's a game changer. I think it's wicked, right? Like going into yeah. really ice cold. But I cannot, for whatever reason, and, and and if I do manage to not do this, it takes every sort of fibre of my being to not go, ah, ah, as, I, as I go into the What, you do two? Is it? I, or no, that, do... I, I did that to be decent for the podcast. I do more than that. Every every oh time every time a wave hits a new bit of untouched skin, <laughs> you'll get another sort of squeal from me. Oh my god! I just so can want to imagine, see you. Can that. you imagine? Do you do that little prance like a skip thing as it hits you yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah. Look, all, all, look, all of the worst things that you imagine that I do, I do do those things. And can you imagine being a twelve-year-old boy and just thinking, I just want to go in the water with my dad, have a bit of quality time with him. This is our annual holiday, and then watching your father squeal as he hits the sea in a way that you're not even doing as a child. <laughs> You know the worst thing of it as well is because you'd be trying to uh, you'd be trying to make it up to the like that it's not too bad. So you'd be smiling as you do it. So you look a bit like a sort of like like a Tory MP in a fetish club. Like you've got like like although it's sort of like although it's a little bit painful and it's a little bit of a kick in the kick in the dick. You're actually quite enjoying it still. It's like, fine, Theo. <laughs> it's, fine. It's, it's, it's it's painful, but in a good way. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Massive nipple erection. Yeah, and then I do that embarrassing thing of going, it's actually really nice. It's nice. And then he's like, Dad, you, you can't start enjoying it now because you were so humiliating as you went into the water. <laughs> Awful. I can, all I can feel is, like, I keep getting a vision of you, right? Sort of like, on your hands and knees. Sort of going, it's fine what you're actually under. Licking your lips like you've eaten a bit vegan burrito. Come on, Theo, it's fine. (laughs) There's a lot of things, there's a lot of issues I've got going into the sea. So one is the squealing uh, and the sort of screaming. Uh, The other thing is I'm incredibly squeamish about anything that I don't know what it is touching my feet and legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, 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 like, for example, I, I don't even really like the sort of mushy kind of porridgey seaweed that you find. Seaweed can do one. Sort of walking through it. I like I seaweed it, in a restaurant, but I don't like it on the beach. Yeah, but that's not seaweed, is it? Isn't it? Are you talking about the the crispy seaweed? Yeah, I, I yeah. think we might have had this conversation. That's no, not seaweed. No, no, no. Where is it? It's, it's just shredded cabbage. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, 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 Why are they calling it seaweed then? What masquerade? I guess I guess, I guess um I guess at some point in the origins of that dish it was seaweed. And I guess somewhere in some places you get it. Is seaweed, said it but... that's, that's that's like literally that's like you can't just you can't call it seaweed if it's not seaweed. I genuinely I need, want to go. Do you to know what every... you're, ma- you're making me doubt myself? Let me just Google this while you um like, like like I think it's um I think it's deep fried cabbage. Hold on, you're talking about in the Chinese restaurant, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They just add loads of sugar to it. Yeah. Um, hold on. Uh, yeah, here we go. This, the, the dish often served in Western Chinese restaurants is crispy seaweed. It's not seaweed, but cabbage that has been dried and then fried. That is, do you know what? I don't think I've been this angry in a long time. I'm absolutely, I feel my shoulders tighten. That's, what a masquerade. That's like genuinely, like the amount of time this seaweed's delicious. Just say it's cabbage. Do you know what you're, that is, I don't know who's got together and done this, but that feels like you've mugged so many people off. 
And what, so, no. and it actually makes seaweed even more fucking pointless than it's ever been. The only thing that I used to sort of look at seaweed when it touched my leg or it'd get fucking stuck on something that I liked, like my swimming trunks or fucking, is I'd look at it and go, oh, fucking seaweed. But then look at it and go, actually, you know what? It tastes delicious with some sugar. Yeah, quite, if you, yeah, you know, I'd love you. I'd love a bit. I'm annoyed with you now, but I'd love a bit of you deep fried and a bit of sugar added. <laughs> um, but the thing I would say in response to that is crispy seaweed that you get in the Chinese restaurants, there's never any point that I think I wish this tasted more aquatic. I mean, all you're all you're after is crunch and sweet, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I feel like that. Yeah, but yeah, but just say it's dried cabbage with a touch of sugar. Yeah, but okay, that sounds shit. But well, cabbage. Honest, is, I actually thought as well there was a whole thing now that we all got together and said, "Oh, you can't lie on menus anymore." Yeah, but the dish is called crispy seaweed. I think that's how you get away with it. Yeah, but it's not seaweed. That's like me t- you turning up and saying, "Oh, do you want a muffin?" And you going, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'd love a chocolate muffin, thanks, Tom." And me bringing you a fucking chicken breast. And you go, well, this isn't a muffin. I'd say, well, that's what we're calling it here. Yes, I take your point. But, you know, if, if you see the little sweets, the fried egg sweets, they're called fried eggs. You're not complaining about those, eh? Yeah, but they, they look like fried eggs. And I, and I know that. Yeah, I don't seaweed look, looks like no, I don't seaweed. Look, I don't eat one of those. And so it looks go, oh, so you know, much like not. seaweed that up until about five minutes ago, you thought it was. It's only because I told you that you think yeah, it's but, cabbage. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Like, I don't eat one of those little fried egg sweets and go, oh, that's delicious. What a nice fried egg. And you go, oh, you know, that's a sweet. And I go, oh, what? I know it's a sweet because it comes in a sweet jar. Right, genuinely, the, the the seaweed, they've made it look like seaweed. They've made it... Yeah. Like, and it also, I swear to God, it's got sometimes quite a sea sort of smell to it. Mm. Like, like I genuinely... I can't even tell Catherine she's going to be absolutely mortified about this. I, d- I don't think she's going to be as angry as you think she's going to be. I, I think there's going to be a lot of anger towards this. I think she might say... I think you might go in and go... I will go to my Chinese... Because I go to... Shout out to my favourite Chinese restaurant... Like walk this way, uh, I go all the t- all the time. I go to one keys. I always have seaweed because I actually find it a nice garnish to sort of sprinkle on any dish yeah. that you have at Chinese takeaway, right? Right, right, right. When I go and they say about seaweed, I say don't, don't even now. Just keep that to yourself. I'll just, no, I'll just sprinkle do some shit. Don't, don't, you do what, just... don't. First of all, it's your favourite Chinese restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Let's we can get into the we can get into the semantics of the fact that your favourite Chinese restaurant is called what's it called? Walk this way. Walk this way. Okay. Walk, so that, walk, that, walk, walk this way. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Walk this way, right? So, um, you know, w- what that says about your taste in Chinese restaurants, we'll leave to one side. You cannot hold walk this way responsible for the entire Chinese restaurant seaweed policy. Yeah, but it's do, not fair. Do we not have to do something about this? It feels like I, don't, well, look, I look, genuinely up until, think. Listen, up until five minutes ago, you loved crispy seaweed. Yeah, right? I know. Until so I found out it was I just cabbage. Never, I, should, I didn't know Also, you let me just say, cabbage should be ashamed of itself. Cabbage is not gone. Oh, mate, do, do, can you do me a favour? Can you call me seaweed? It's not cabbage's fault, is right. it? Right, cabbage, for number one, it sneaks its way into crunchy salads, right? And you've got to pick your way, you know. Cabbage is fine at Christmas, like you had a little bit of like red wine vinegar or whatever. Oh, little, that bit, pickled cabbage. You're talking about pickled cabbage? Yeah, pickled cabbage. Lovely. Yeah, that's actually seaweed. <laughs> I actually, I actually feel bad that I've told you. Someone had to. I was going to find out at some point. This is probably the best way. It'd be better than this than finding out halfway through a lovely Chinese takeaway and someone's like, oh, it's just not seaweed. So tell me this. You've had a, you've had a few minutes to process it. What, what is going to be your attitude going forward to crispy seaweed? You're not going to have it anymore? Probably not, no. I don't like liars. You're not going to have, you're not going to have something that you love. That you, By the way, that I know for a fact... From the way you've described it, that you sprinkle on all your Chinese food, like yeah, salt I love and pepper. it. Yeah. yeah. So what? You're not going to have it on. Principle. I just don't think I can. I just don't think I can have it around me for a while. I'm going to have to let this 
Uh, I'll probably have two or three Chinese takeaways in the next couple of weeks and see how it is without. And if I, if it is, yeah, I guess I'll just then have to look at it and just go, look, you know, I'd just have to make my peace with it. But if the person says, do you want seaweed? I'm going to say, look, let's just, I know what's going on here, mate. I'm not one of these punks who come in and doesn't have any idea what's, what the score is. I know what this is. No, that, that's, that's where you made the mistake. Um, almost everybody knows that it's cabbage, but, but they won't be kicking off about it. Because I'd like to get a vote actually from Wolf and our listeners at how many people know that this isn't seaweed. Okay, fine. Uh, get in touch, wolfalpod at gmail.com. Let us know if you knew that Christmas seaweed. Actually, what we're at, well, I... actually, two things, two things I'd like to know. One, did you know that crispy seaweed was not seaweed? And two, do you care that crispy seaweed's not seaweed? I'd love to know those. And while we're two, at it, actually, can things. I just say as well, uh, what is going on with restaurants and napkins? What do you mean? Well, it's like now you go prep. A lot of these coffee places, these cool mm. coffee places, they don't give you napkins anymore in your bag. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, these cool coffee places like Pratt. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> is that is that is is Pratt somewhere you take you take someone to impress them? That's normally where we have most of our business meetings, shiny bun. Uh, well, yeah. Tell you what, I've got a little suggestion for you. Don't no. Well, a lot of people have meetings in Soho House. Have you heard of Pret-a-Manger? Right. Um, there, is a, there is a legitimate reason for that, Tom. What? It's environmental. Yeah, but... They, 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 want, you to, they want you to go and get the napkin if you need it. I find that unhygienic, unhygienic for a start, right? In McDonald's, well, if you want I've a napkin, actually... you can go get one. Yeah, but then everyone's touching the napkins, and then you wipe your mouth with it. What? Nobody's touching the napkins. They they stick them in the thing. They've got the little spring loaded. Not in. No, 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 no. You need to go. You need to get out there, mate. You probably have too many people buying your coffee and bringing it to you. Right. Wow. wow. That's an incredible pot shot from your fucking glass house. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> I think on set with you, I think you've had the, the, the I've heard the words come from your mouth. It's possible to get a bit of a coffee more than I have dialogue. <laughs> right. They don't, like, McDonald's, shout out McDonald's, Burger King, I think, as well. They have those ones that you... The spring-loaded thing. The, yeah, the spring-loaded, yeah, 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 yeah. Pret have a box, and it's they're just all put in a box on the top. Pret don't yeah, have but that. I, that, was, that's not that much worse. I mean, I don't know if it's any worse than having the spring-loaded one. Is mate, it? it is stacking. because people are rough, roughing through them. You can't you pick up just you one napkin you don't, carefully. Yeah, sure, but you don't you don't ruffle through it and select your favourite. You just <laughs> take a couple from the top, don't you? Yeah, but sometimes I've seen people take like their fingers stroke through, like they're going through like fucking what, like a deck of cards. Like yeah, shuffling them. <laughs> what are you want about? I, I've seen that happen, mate. Definitely, without a doubt. Okay. Well, I've, I, I, I actually agree with that policy. Really? Well, I just think, like, you know, if they just throw a couple of... Not everybody wants that. What what, yeah, but what if you're in a rush and then you're like, like, quick, yeah, I need my coffee, I need to get to... Yeah, and then you get into your car and then you're just... You're, you're, you're heading off and then you're like, oh, shit, no, that's what happened to me quite a lot. Is there's no napkin, right? Okay. If Doesn't everyone like got the worst one thing napkin, that's ever happened to Yeah, me. but also... How many times have you been somewhere and you've gone, oh my God, I've got a bogey up my nose. Yeah. I need a napkin. You go in your glove box and you've got all your spare napkins to put in your glove box. Yeah. So then you're actually... Like, I don't like... I don't really like seeing somebody remove a bogey with a Pret-a-Manger napkin, to be honest with you. I, I think get something that's made for the purpose, to be honest with you. But also... Because, because then I, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, that's for food. 
Do you know what I mean? I just, I just, I don't like it. Are you a mouth wiper? Psychologically. Are you a mouth wiper? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love so. what I've in my mouth. So now in India, I end up doing ruining a jumper or getting it all, like a gank all over the you back of my head. Do not wipe it on your jumper. I've had to, had to sometimes if they haven't put a napkin in there. What else am I supposed to do? Well, I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know how much I don't know how much debris we're talking about around your chops. No, like you, you sometimes if you've had like a particularly sort of frothy coffee, <laughs> yeah. and maybe like a sort of like some sort of chocolate twist or something, mm. you'll have a little bit, and then you'll turn you'll have to turn the sleeve inside out, give it a little wipe here, a little wipe there, and then turn it back in back normal. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Does this ever happen to you, right? So sometimes when you're talking to people, I suddenly become immediately paranoid that either my breast stinks or I've got the little or I've got the little crackhead white corner mouth thing going on. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not aware of that. Like I, I don't know what happens. Every now and again I'll be in the middle of a conversation, suddenly it occurs to me, like suddenly I feel a bit dry mouthed and I think, oh my god, am I talking to this person and I look disgusting and they're trying to hide it? And then I sort of like you I might have done this when I'm talking to you in the past. I just start covering my mouth with my hand. Like I try and make it look natural. Yeah, yeah. But like, or I start looking away or I can't make eye contact because I'm just concerned that I've got something on my face or that my breath stinks or whatever. It just, every now and again, it hits me. It's, it's absolutely crippling. I can't, I can't predict oh, when mate, it's going to hit me. It's the worst, especially in a quite a sort of like busy social situation. If Awful. you're at like, you know, one of the sort of event things that we've had to go to in the past and then you, if that gets into your head that your breath smells, that, and also I know, by the way, because... I'm lucky enough to have a wife who'll t- tell me if there's certain things I'll eat. And then Catherine was like, have you had so-and-so? And I'll go, yeah, yeah. And she was like, yeah, I can, your breath stinks. And it would, that, that, then I know that I'll cancel meetings the next day because I know that like the fucking ramifications of it can last for 48 hours. Right? Even yeah, if I brush my teeth. You could lose a commission. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also, mm. even if you could brush your te- uh, teeth for like a thousand times and steal the fucking that. Because it doesn't even come from your teeth. It comes from your gut, right? Bad breath, yeah. All, yeah. all your gums, if you've got bad gum health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and I worry about bogeys up my nose. I had a bogey up my nose the other day, and you had to tell me, which actually I will shout you out for that, because that, that was a very sweet thing. Yeah, well, you, have, you, got to, you can't let someone roll around on that. Especially, but, when, do you know it's, what? especially when your friend's a giant and everyone's looking up their nose. Yeah. Like, for me, and we were filming as well. I, yeah. I hate for you to watch that back. I know that you watch everything you do back, whereas I would never see it, but... <laughs> Um, I'd hate for you to watch that back and be devastated that you had like a. Also, there was a whole crew there, a load of people that didn't tell me. Well, I, I, the truth is, in those situations, they're sort of thinking we might have to reshoot some stuff if we if this guy becomes aware, he might ask like to, yeah. to redo all of this. Um, do you know? Um, I, with the last time I went and got my teeth cleaned at the hygienist, she told me that when she's on a plane because it's an enclosed space, sometimes she can smell when people have got gingivitis. Oh my god! Really. Yeah, she's like really attuned to it. So look, I guess it's you know her job is to sort of assess yeah, yeah, yeah. the the hygiene situation. Like a because, she's, because she's become so highly tuned to it, she can tell when people have got gum disease on a plane or on a sometimes if it's an enclosed train or whatever. I mean that is that is incredible, madness, isn't it? Right? Yeah. But also something I wouldn't want to have. 
no, as, as no. a thing. No, because I bet like more people in society have it than ever we know. Yeah, uh, absolutely right. Uh, right, should we do an email? Should we do some emails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I'm honest with you, I still can't fucking that seaweed thing. Still, are you? Is it? Uh, I can't tell if you're doing this. No, 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 no. Effect I'm, I'm gen- or if it's no, really no, 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 really, I genuinely just can't get my head around it. Mm. Like, I just want to kind of get to meet the person who first decided to call it seaweed and th- go, "What were you thinking?" Well, I think it. How long I did think you it, think this lie was going to last. I think it must have originally been seaweed, and yeah, then, but then as soon just, as it became cabbage, I just I should have changed it. What do you want to call it? Crispy cabbage? Yes, that's, not, that's, that's what it is. Not, that's actually not a bad name. And I'd actually eat it then. So you're not going to you're not going to eat something you enjoy off what off principle? Uh, yeah, um, maybe. I just I, I don't know what to do at the moment. I just can't. Okay, well, I didn't know that this was going to happen today. Are you, able, are you able to go into the emails or do you, do you want to work this out for a bit I'll get through it, mate. I was going to have a Chinese takeaway this week and now I just, I'm like, do I say something that I know? When I order the seaweed, should I just go, I know some seaweed, Tom, 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 which Tom, I know, by the way, is Tom, a seaweed. Tom, you're working at a Chinese restaurant. It's a slog, okay? It's a difficult, high-pressure job. Running any kind of restaurant's hard. What you don't need is somebody phoning up to make an order and they decided to challenge you on the principle of crispy seaweed. Just fucking give these people a break. I'd respect you? someone if I worked at a Chinese takeaway and someone said to me, oh, look, I know it's not seaweed, and I'd just go, cool, and I'd just turn around and go, blah, 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 from blah, blah, blah. Yeah, stick him some, yeah, stick him some extra spring rolls in. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would go, if somebody went, if, if, I, if I, I answered the phone and said, hello, walk this way, what can I get you? Uh, right, well, I'll have uh, the sweet and sour balls. Uh, I'll have the uh, kung pao chicken. I'll have the uh, I'll have three portions of noodles. I'll have uh, a little bit of prawn crackers in that. And uh, well, I'm going to order this, but I know it's an absolute fucking sham. Uh, the crispy seaweed, which I know is actually cabbage. I would probably say, I oh, just see you know, I don't care. <laughs> well, you were, yeah, but this is why you wouldn't be good front facing. If we had no, a Chinese... listen, Argo, uh, listen, thank God Argos didn't think so. I spent two glorious years working their customer services yeah, but, desk. Yeah, but if I had you, if you, me and you had a Chinese restaurant to, together, I would have to turn around literally the first week of business and go, you are going to be running the kitchen, mate, I'm afraid, because you can't, like, I will be better with people than you. I, I, do, do you know what? I was about to disagree with you, but I think you're probably right. I, yeah. I mean, based on, based on how we are when we're out and about, I would say you're infinitely better with people than I am. Yeah. I think because, yeah, also, it's not all, it's not all my fault, by the way. I would say I I do think I just I've got resting in different face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't look. You constant. I mean, you're constantly apologising for me for some reason. Yeah, I do find that. No, really ignore, ignore his face. He's actually a nice bloke. <laughs> you're constantly saying that, aren't you? Everywhere we go, even when we're not talking to people, <laughs> you walk past someone. Sorry about his face. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to have my arm around you all the time. Um, this first email, yeah. I'm going to say to you now, once again, shout out to the Swan uh, for selecting the emails. This first email I'm going to say is something that we have had to address for a while, okay? Right. And I, I think we, we're guilty of this, all right? Um, now, it slightly bigs us up here, okay? So, I, 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 well, I'm not going to apologise for that, but I do think it's appropriate. Okay, here we go. Christ almighty, did it need that much build-up? I don't know. Anyway, this is from the Beluga. Uh, Dear Wolf, Al, Cat and Swan, I hope you're all well. Long time listener, first time emailer. I love listening to the pod, but I'm going to have to pick you up on the way you talked about yourselves in the last ep. I'm referring to the part where you're talking about your physical attractiveness and your mates. 
You are hot. Hot is a state of mind, not beer. You can sell anything as long as you believe it, which is not going to happen if you keep talking about yourselves like you work at a freak show. Forgive me if this sounds patronising, but I know how much you bring up wanting to speak about yourselves in a nicer way, so I thought I'd drop you a message. You two put so much time into self-care and betterment from your fitness journeys, your fresh threads, your hair care, your work on mental health. That's fucking hot. Wolf, you're a new dad juggling a career and a family and still making hot boy decisions. That's hot. Al, you're super busy bringing up three kids and smashing the comedy world big style. That's hot. What I'm trying to say is that hot is subjective and it's just what you make of it. And you've got a lot to work with. You've both got partners who love you for who you are. Talk about yourselves in a way to make them proud. It's time for hot boy summer. You do you, Kings. Wow. What an email. Wow. Huh? That has made me feel uplifted. That might have got rid of Seaweed Gate. I, but I did look. No, look. It is, it is, it's, it's right. It's the state of mind, right? Yeah. You know, I, I'm lucky. I have a wife who, who, who's always like, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. I have parents that sort of like say lovely things. But then none of this is done for effect. It's like I, I stood on a beach yesterday thinking, looking around thinking, you know, I don't, I don't feel particularly positive about myself. Sometimes I feel really great about myself. I dress well. I yeah. feel nice about myself. I'd be yeah, lying if I said. You is that fresh to death, bro. There's a lot of, you know, the other day when that, that picture was taken of us with, when we played, uh, we did the League of Our Own Challenge with um, a group oh, of teenagers. Course. And yeah. then they took that picture of me and you. Like, my gut is just hanging out the bottom of a really tight Irish shirt. And it's literally, look, like, I, I love the team behind League of Their Own. I can't speak highly enough of them. They're, they're some of the best people I've ever worked on television. I'd say it's up there with the best, most enjoyable shows to make. I, yeah, they're I, an amazing they, team. The, the team behind it, that it, like, I just think they're incredible. I think shout out to Jack. I think shout out to everyone who works on that that show. They're genuinely, like, they make it such an amazing thing to be a part of. And I always want, it's one of the shows I always wanted to be a part. I love being on it. But there is a moment where you're like, and I get it. But it's always funny to put me and you in skin, skin tight clothing that we yeah, never. Yeah, I mean, you know. it's, 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 you get you getting bonus points there. Do you know what I mean yeah. in terms of like the v, in terms of like? Oh, well, I can't something. deny when I saw me and you on a massive big screen in front of eighty five thousand people, both of our stomachs hanging out. I'm like, that's what it is. That's yeah. that's the lot we've got. But there's parts of you that just goes. God, it would be nice just to sort of look up and go. God, I don't. I don't look at that thinking. The, like the, the first thing I, I look in front of like someone who's sort of you know half Irish looking up and thinking. Oh man, I'm at Croke Park. What an amazing thing if my my grandmother a bit and grandfather been alive to see me here. I look up and go, I oh, look at my gut hanging over my shorts. <laughs> yeah, but look, I, I think look, Beluga, thank you for your email. You you've made me. You have actually made me think about this. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Tom, Tom I, I want you to say that. I want you to repeat after me. Okay, I want you to say this sentence out loud. I want you to say it proud. I am Tom Davis, and I am hot. I've got people who can hear me say that in this house. But please say it, please, yeah. please. I am Tom Davis, and I am hot. Yes, you've got to do Tom. the same. You've got to do the same. Okay, I am Romish Ranganathan, and I am hot. Wowza! God, you God, actually, you, there was a sparkling. You, you, you feels like, you great. Know. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you know what you look like. You look like a Disney character who just sort of like defeated the sort of like an ice gnome. You know what's going to happen? Brought now, sunshine back to the kingdom. Beluga's going to regret sending that email because I'm just going to be like every week, just like, oh my god, I'm so hot. You do that, by the way. Honestly, that Arsenal mate, shirt is drippy as, isn't it? Yeah, oh, that this shirt does help. Yeah, it's good. It's a good shirt. Helps me look hot. And you've got a nice guys. natural wave to your hair at the moment as well. I don't know about my hair at the moment. I love it. Don't even get me started. It's uh, it's very, very temperamental. The old curls. Do you know what I mean? One day you wake up, you're looking fly as anything. The next day you wake up and you look like, well, you don't look good. I can't think of an analogy. Uh, okay. 
Uh, next email. This is from the Zebra Spider. And the Zebra Spider says, Hi, Wolf Allen Swan. I'm from the south of England in a little town called Waterlooville. I do know that town. Love the show. I'm usually listening to it at work while tidying the shelves and just suddenly burst out laughing. I can't imagine that's going to happen with this episode. Well, at the end of the day, uh, after caring, uh, caring for my one-year-old son, I love your comedy shows. Almost finished uh, first series of King Gary. I think it's great. And loved Avoidance. Proper feel-good comedy. So nice work, lads. I need some ideas for my 30th birthday next year, please. I've had this idea I've been toying with. I love the idea of a holiday cabin in the woods near a lake or river. I'm not a massive partying type, so I just want something low-key. I love the outdoors and generally want to spend some quality time with my wife and son away from all the stresses of life. But I wanted to factor in something that my son would enjoy too, so maybe uh, some outings to the zoo, etc. Random... Hold on. This question is totally unrelated to the... Random question. You have to watch one movie every day for the rest of your life. What would it be? What would it be? I was expecting some sort of really like hitty knowledgeable thing yeah. about like mine would be mine would be Footloose something about the film makes me uplifted and also love the old school beat or Kevin B- Bacon so th- this question this is an unusual email strategy where you couldn't just do you think Lisa's read the you first can... half of this the swan has read the first good. half of oh, this I'd, lo- I'd love to hear I'd love to hear Rob and Tom talk about what they might want to do for their birthday whether they think this cabin's a great idea and not read the question at the end of it um, firstly I think the cabin's a fantastic idea and I think oh me too I think your son will have incredible memories. Man, let me just say, by the way, like the beach and all that, what I think one of the most amazing moments of my whole life is just watching Grace going to the sea for the first time. Mm. Like having a little, you know, caffeine dip. She was being supervised. Oh, right. No, no, she didn't. We didn't roll her down there and just sort of hope for the best. Oh, gosh. It's beautiful the way she struggles, isn't it? (laughs) Um, She'll swim. She'll get the hang of it. Um, No, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Like an incredible moment. Just just Mm. amazing. Um, and I think that's, yeah. So, yeah, what an amazing thing that'll be in a log cabin. Uh, Any one film to watch every day for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know, it's a really weird. I love Hangover 2. Hangover 2? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, you know what? It's it's easy to pick a film like Goodfellas, The Godfather. Like, yeah, pick a yeah. film that but you... But who wants like, to watch that every, every yeah, day? You've got to think of, like, you've got to put in any factor, any mood that you're in, Right. I don't know. The Hangover Two I, it always makes me laugh. I think it's just, uh, you know, that I'd say the Hangover Two or oh, man. Well, he's asked for one, and he says, so "Well, look, I, I would love to. I would love to uh, pick a comedy, but I just feel like if you're watching a comedy every day for the rest of your life, it would start to." Well, yours has got to be like Star Wars or something like that. No, it wouldn't be Star Wars. You know what mine would be? Go on. What, what's going on? Sorry, sorry. What's going on with your? No, because I'm leaning back. Like if it, if we were on like a film panel show or a film review show. That's how you lean back on a film panel show, is it? A film review show. Yeah, yeah. Feet up on the table, like you fucking just smashed it. Is that just <laughs> just after you said a, a joke that's got a round of applause? You just sit back, feet up on the desk, have a little glass of water. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs> uh, I, mine would be um, Back to the Future. Oh, that's a good call. Um, That's a I, really good call. When I first watched Back to the Future, I, I think the Back to the Future trilogy is up there for me. I, I know it. people criticise three, but I love three. It's probably my favourite. Yeah, I love three. As We've well. talked about it before. Yeah, but the, the reason I love Back to the Future so much is I love the story and everything. I love Doc Brown. I just love when I was a kid watching how cool everybody thought Marty McFly was when he went back to the 1950s. Oh my! God. You know when he pulls the thing off and yeah. he turns it into a skateboard and all that. And then his mum's going, oh, my God, he's a dream. Oh, God. You know, the I thing about it, right, is, is like, it seems such a great... Michael, J- I really watched, went back and we watched the, um, his Cut of Your Enthusiasm episode, which I think is one yeah. of the best in the world. Yeah, so. It's amazing. But you think, like, that and Teen Wolf 
He was just like so fucking. He was. He I mean, just Tim had Wilson, it all. another example of a film like that where he's just an absolute don in it, right? Yeah, but also sort of like he manages to be cool, but also the underdog at the same time. That's yeah. Like, that, that's so hard to number one write a character like that, but then portray a character that is like accessible enough for if you're a bit of a nerd or you're a bit of a sort of like outsider, but also if you're a jock, you can kind of go, oh, it could be me as well. Yeah. I think that Marty McFly would be the ideal best friend. I agree. I just think you just have an incredible life if you're Marty McFly's best friend. Yeah, I totally agree. So what a great choice. Be... What a great choice. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I'm almost now just going to probably come out of yours and watch back. If we're in that scenario... I don't, watch... Yeah, but hold on. We're talking about every day for the rest of... I don't want to watch Back to the Future with you every day for the rest of my life. No, no, but I'll probably watch Hangover like two for like a few days and just come around yours and watch Back to the Future because I okay. know that you're Yeah, watching. let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, that's good. I've got a feeling that I'll be coming around yours more than you. I think you'll probably watch Hangover 2 like maybe for the first few weeks and get... I'll definitely watch Hangover 2. It'll just be at my house if I feel like watching it. Um, Zebra Spider, thank you for that absolute roller coaster of an email. Wowzers. And happy it. birthday. Okay. Happy 30th. Enjoy it, brother. Happy 30th, man. I hope it goes wicked. Hope it goes wicked. You keep doing you, bro. You sound like an amazing human being. Yeah, you sound like an absolute king. You sound like a hot king. Oh, no, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, okay. Next email is from... Uh, please keep my name anonymous. Uh, I'd like to start off with the usual stuff that you don't read out. I have actually been reading it out. Uh, because, you know, this, is, this is hot boy summer. Uh, I'll let's start off with the usual stuff that you don't read about, how much I love the podcast and the content that you guys create are a part of. Murder and Successful is a personal favourite. Rom, I also love the new series. Yeah, I don't know how much you loved it. I haven't even named it. Uh, I've got a bit of a dilemma that I would love for you guys to weigh in on. I'm 25 years old. I've been with my girlfriend for six years now. We pretty much went through our entire school life together. So she's been a huge part of my life. Our relationship is great, but sometimes I do wonder what it would like to be single as I've never really experienced it. I work at a relatively demanding job in banking. I've been fortunate enough to have been offered a position abroad, which presents amazing benefits. This is where the dilemma begins. On the one hand, it's an incredible opportunity and one I may not have the chance to take up again and live to regret if I turn down. But on the other hand, it would essentially mean leaving my girlfriend here and ending our six-year relationship. It's not possible for her to come, even though there's nothing wrong between us. We do not live together yet. I've moved out on our own, but it's something we've been talking about doing. In my own mind, I'm steering more towards taking the opportunity, but am I a bad person in doing so? I feel like the decision to move would be a huge shock to her, so I'm unsure whether to even speak to her about it before, as I know she would be strongly opposed to the idea. I would love to know what you guys think and what you think I should do. Jesus Christ. This is a tough wow. isn't it? Wowzer, wowzer. My shit tight trouser. Um, so you've been with us for six years um, from the age of 19. Yeah. It's obviously a sticky problem, so doing a stupid <laughs> little rhyme is uh, the most appropriate thing to do. <laughs> um, I would say, um, number one, I think speak to her. I think that is the I, a, a good, honest conversation of like you know where you're at as a person, what what's going on, what this chance means to you, you know what you think your benefits of you doing, uh, you know, and also I think at this point probably having like a quite honest discussion about where your relationship is at on a person. I remember years and years ago being offered to. When I was first, I was I've probably been doing stand up for about three years, and then I got offered to go and support someone doing like on a tour to Australia, Australia or New Zealand, and um, like I was with uh, an ex girlfriend at the time, and mm-hmm. sort of was like, I really wanted to go. I thought it would be amazing for my career, and I was really sort of, but and also our relationship wasn't in a great, great place, but I sort of in the end decided not to not to go basically and just to sort of like try and make the relationship work. And we ended up splitting up about a month and a half afterwards. And, you know, so it was an amazing, you know, don't, don't things have turned out all right, but I, I constantly look back at it thinking what an incredible 
thing that would have been just as a life experience to have done yeah. that I didn't do. And if, if probably I'd had that conversation and turned around and said, look, this is how I feel, this is where I'm at, um, I think probably both of us would have decided to sort of like call time of death around then. But instead what happened was I sort of almost resented the fact that I didn't go and do the thing that I think I wanted to do and you know, I didn't probably work as hard as I could have, could have at the relationship. Things have all turned out great. That's life. You know, things are amazing. But I think if I just had that conversation, it probably would have, yeah, it probably would have been a little bit easier. So do it, man. Have the conversation. Don't make any choices till then. But I think, you know, a face-to-face would be a good thing. Um, great advice from Tom. I'm sorry to hear about your relationship, Tom, as well. No, no, it's all um, I mean, um, Yeah, Catherine's just, yeah, Catherine's. Yeah, yeah, sure, know, yeah, it's yeah, all worked out yeah. pretty well. I can't. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, it's both my career and my wife are. Yeah, 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 great. So, yeah. Yeah, a bit of... too hot boy there, if you don't mind me saying. But uh, okay, um, my this this is what this is what I think. I I do think you need to talk to her. How I feel is if I and I know I'm in a different position because I'm in a I'm in a marriage with three kids. But if I do, I can't imagine an opportunity that I'd even consider that if it would, if it would potentially lead to the ending of my relationship. Do you know what I mean, I, I just can't I can't visualize how that would happen. And I don't think I would have ever felt like that from since the relationship between Lisa and myself got serious. So uh, I guess what I'm saying is I think the very fact that you're thinking about it and that you consider the opportunity sort of suggests that maybe it's the right thing to do. I think, do you know what I mean? Because I, I, I feel like if you really wanted to be with this person, regardless of anything, I don't, I don't think it would be as much of a dilemma as it is. And look, I don't know how possible it is for her to come or not. You said it's not possible. But um, I think what Tom said is right, is that you need to talk to her and see what she says and say that you really want to do this thing and then come to a decision together. She won't like it. She It will be a huge shock to her. But those aren't reasons to not talk to her about it. In fact, those are reasons more so to talk to her about it. One of the things that people do in life, and I'm guilty of this, and I've wrote a whole show about doing this, which is basically where you just you see things like this that are difficult and you decide not to do them. You try not you, you get scared of doing them and you and you don't grab the problem by the scruff of the neck. I think you need to have this conversation. I think you need to say exactly what you said in this email to her and see what happens. Uh because you're obviously seriously considering it and she needs to know that. Do you know what I mean? So um look, it's not gonna be easy either way, but I think you need to open up that conversation as soon as you possibly can. That would be my advice to you. Um, I hope that's useful. Good luck. Please let us know how it works out. Go on, my soldier. Go on, my G. Um, okay. Tom, it's about that time. Take us out of this, my, 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 oh, God. Okay. Can you just do the end bit, please? Yo, people, friends, leaders, brothers, sisters, those who accompany us on this journey, I want you to kick back and relax and think about your problems. I want you to think about your problems like you are maybe collecting them. Like life is a supermarket. And as you go around, you are getting little bits here and little bits there from different aisles, different problems of different levels of importance. I want you to then imagine that at some point, all those problems come together, like you're paying for them at a till. And when someone asks for a carrier bag, you say, nah, I'm all right. I will just carry them in my arms and what will happen as you slowly walk down the street is you'll struggle you'll struggle more and more with a load of problems because you'll you'll be trying to hold this bit and a 
some rice will drop on the floor and then some squash will start rolling out of your arms and then you'll sort of struggle and then it'll just all become harder and harder and eventually you'll probably have to sit down on a sort of small wall or a bench uh, just to sort of like say, I can't get home, I can't carry on like this because the load within my arms, aka the problems were too much. But if you were to put those problems in a carrier bag, which is almost like a friend that you share those problems with, you find that the journey home would be that little bit easier. What my point is, is this. Sometimes don't try and be a hero by walking through life, carrying too much. Unload. Find in life a carrier bag of a friend who can hold those problems for you just for a little bit until you get them home and you've worked them out and then you can cook a lovely meal. And actually, the problems that you thought you had were nothing but a great meal or the ingredients for such. God bless you all. beautiful absolutely beautiful um guys i hope you heed that advice and hand over that carrier bag to somebody that you care about uh and you get the home and you get those groceries out and you make yourself a sumptuous sumptuous meal um take care of yourselves tom it's been a pleasure to chat to you Thank how you would you assess ride, this bro. how would you assess this episode i have never any idea of these no jt i've got no idea if that was know. a yeah let us know uh good luck guys take care of yourselves Good thanks mate. for listening Peace out. One love. Goodbye. Bye, guys. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.